glad you're with me today as we continue our study of people in the Old Testament who God used to teach us as well as to make a difference in their own day. We can learn so much from these people. And I want to talk to you today about the man who received God's blessing. And uh, his name was Jacob. And let me read a little bit about Jacob in the 32nd chapter of Genesis. Jacob also went his own way, and the angels of the Lord met him. When Jacob saw them, he said, this is the camp of God. So he named the place Mahanam. Jacob sent messengers ahead of him to his brother Esau in the land of Seir, and he instructed him, this is what you're to say to Jacob. I have been staying with Laban and have remained there until now. I have cattle and donkeys and sheep and goats and female servants. Now I'm sending this message to my Lord that I might find favor in your sight. We'll talk more about what that's really saying in just a minute. But I want you to see the importance in, in, in the life of Jacob. We see the importance of what the Bible calls the blessing. We were all born with a need to be blessed by God and to be blessed by others, especially our parents. And this blessing is for our spiritual health and for our strength. And uh, the blessing is, that, is, is one of the most misunderstood and misused words in our language. It's more than prosperity or possessions and success and achievement. In ancient times, the blessing of God is the assurance that we belong to him, that he has delighted in us and that through Jesus Christ he has singled us out as the target of his unqualified love. To be a blessed person is to know and rejoice in Jesus and God's affirmation through him that we have been accepted and approved in spite of our sins. You see, a blessed person who has received Christ and has believed what God says is the true believer. He knows God is for me, and because of that, he can make a difference in my life. You see, the riddle of life is that we resist what we need and want most of all. So many people feel unblessed in the deeper dimension of what it means to be blessed. God wants us to know the wonder of his blessing. If you have not experienced the blessing of our, of our parents and those significant individuals in our lives, it may be difficult for us to allow God to bless us. This is the reason why so many people who have an intellectual understanding of faith in Christ and a firm belief in him do not sense his love for them or they don't feel an, an intimate personal relationship with him. You see, people who are unblessed become strong-willed. The more unblessed a person feels, the more he or she inadvertently de develops a willingness to maintain control and keep from being hurt. The blessed are just the opposite. People who know that they are affirmed and loved and accepted by God are flexible and receptive and willing. Nothing to prove. You see, there's nothing to prove. We don't have to prove to God we're worthy because we're not, and he's accepted us anyway. We don't have to prove to other people that we are special because God says we are. You see, the unblessed word changes everything if we become blessed. People strive to be blessed, and they try to gain approval by doing all kinds of things that never really work. And that's the story of a man by the name of Jacob. Jacob has met God and experienced God's salvation at a place called Bethel, which means the house of God. And some years later, having married and, 
and having become the father of children, several children, and he had gotten quite rich with flocks and herds. Now he's going back home, and he sent word to Esau, his brother, that he wants to come home. But remember, Esau hated him because he had tricked Esau and cheated him out of his birthright and cheated him out of the blessing of his father. Now he's coming home, and Jacob is on his way, but Esau is coming to meet him with 400 strong, powerful, armed men. At first, Jacob attempts to do what he has always done, manipulate the situation. But the more he tries, the more he knows it won't work. More and more, he comes to see that only God can make a difference. He needs the blessing of God. The blessing of ours is of God is ours in Christ, and only as you receive him can you have it. Let's see what happened to Jacob. The circumstances that brought him to where he could receive the blessing. Jacob's home was not really a very happy one. His father and mother had played favorites. Jacob was his father's I mean, was his mother's favorite, Rebecca, and Esau was his father's favorite. There was a rivalry between the two sons that was rooted in the battle of the wills of the parents. You see, the reason Isaac and Jacob didn't love both boys equally was because they didn't love each other sufficiently. When there's competition between husband and wife, the whole family loses. And when the husband and wife are in a contest to see who's going to be in control, the whole family's in defeated. And one parent's preference of one child over the other is usually rooted in a very unstable marriage. The issue at stake in Isaac's family was which of the sons would have the birthright, the right to assume the father's place as the head of the family and to have that authority. But of equal importance was the father's blessing. In this family, there was jealousy and favoritism and difficulty. Jacob was always seeking the blessing. He cheated his brother out of his birthright because he wanted to be blessed by his father. He cheated his brother out of a blessing to him, but even though he got the blessing, it wasn't his blessing, and it didn't mean very much to him. You see, that's the situation that he grew up in, a family in turmoil, a family in competition, a family that was not solidified in the Lord. Then he left home because his brother became so angry with him about cheating him out of his blessing that he had to get far away to his mother's ancient home. And there he found a wife and involved himself with a relative who worked with, with whom he worked for many years. Now he's going back home and he's going to meet his brother. So he got all kinds of presents ready to meet his brother and to make everything right if it was possible. And you see, what I'm sharing with you today is not an unrelated problem. There's hardly a day goes by that I don't talk to somebody who needs the blessing. Millions of people who haven't experienced any kind of blessing from their parents, which makes it very difficult for them to accept the blessing of God upon their lives. I'm talking about people with money. I'm talking about people successful. I'm talking about people at the top of their profession as well as others. I'm talking about people who have material things but don't have the inner assurance of the blessing. They may be a psychiatrist. They may be the CEO of a company. They may be beautiful and attractive women or men. But only when we accept the acceptance that we can have in Christ 
and the approval that we can have from him and come to see that we're accepted and we're approved and we're blessed, then can we begin to experience life at its best. And we're going to talk more about that tomorrow. I hope you won't miss because this is strategically important.